This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. And I'm Mina, and we're from Tangata Tumutu Trust. And you're listening to Pallyhood! <laughs> <laughs> Konnichiwa, massive hello to each and every one of you. Kia ora, I should also say. Um, welcome to Friday. It feels like it's been a long week. And uh, it's because it's been a busy one. Um, and November 5 it is, Friday, heading into the weekend. It's just me, Sefa, joining you on the Polyhood Show, 96.9 Plains FM. Sam's having the, the uh, day off today. But uh, I'm still here to... To chill with you for the next half an hour or so heading into the weekend and uh yeah special day today because it is guy forks something that i used to look forward to every every year uh, except guy forks is something that um has been something that always crept up on me if someone said oh it's guy forks this week that's that would be the only time that i'd remember it but i would definitely enjoy guy forks um and that, that's uh, that's gonna be today's chat. But uh, first things first, upu of the week. Today's upu, in line with fireworks, <laughs> is mea fa apapa. So mea is a thing. Um, fa apapa, uh, broken down is like pops, cracks, um, explodes. Fa apapa. That's what that means. So things that uh, explode or light up, I guess. No, that's me a moo. It's to burn. But like me a papa is the actual um, kind of like term that's given to fireworks or uh, I want to say like celebration cracker, uh, celebration kind of like firecrackers. Uh, yeah, that's the word of of the week, which is of course fitting because it is Guy Fawkes today. Uh, I normally enjoy the the Brighton shows, is where I normally go. But um, more info on that coming up. Something that that's been brought to our attention was the this week has been, and uh, this is super exciting for Pacific Rugby in general. Uh, and we seem to have been talking a lot about it lately. We spoke about the Moana Pacifica and Fiji Jua joining the Super Rugby tournament next year. But this month uh, is being tabled, a vote is being tabled for the eligibility laws of rugby to be relaxed. So just a reminder for those who don't know much about rugby, um, that means that at the moment, you can, if you play for the All Blacks even for one one test, or if you play for the Wallabies for one test, you can't play for another country. You're stuck to that country. So we've got players or we've had players 
who are of Pacific heritage, who have shown up for the All Blacks, shown up for the Wallabies, only played one test. I think a prime example would be um, Lilia Masanga. And I could be wrong, but he only played one game against France and he was on for possibly towards the end of the game and he played only like 17 minutes worth and that was his international test career done got dropped from the All Blacks and he couldn't represent any other country and of course he would love to play for his home country Samoa so the laws did quickly change there was a loophole where for the Olympic Sevens you could um players could join the sevens team and do a sevens uh, circuit and then become eligible to change countries. However, they closed that. And if I remember correctly, you can do that, but you have to have a five-year stand down or something like that of international playing. So you can do the, you can, you can make the eligibility switch which was done successfully by uh, a few players, including Tim Nano-Williams, who played junior All Blacks, under-21 All Blacks, and, but then did the seven-circuit route and was eligible to play for Samoa in the last two World Cups, I think. But uh, what's happened here is that the, the Olympic sevens is pretty hard to to complete. Easy for Tim Nano, he's a back. But for forwards, props, locks, they can't uh, it's pretty weird playing. It's it's pretty hard for that players of that body type in that position to play sevens and make the switch. Hard for them. And also they once that loophole got exposed they quickly, World Rugby quickly closed, closed it up and said that there were extra stuff that you had to do, longer waiting times. But a new plan being proposed is that you can't, players would have not have played international rugby for three years, so you have to have a stand-down period of three years, and your biological parents must be from the country that you wish to, to play in. So parents must be born in Samoa in order to, to play to switch and play for Samoa and you have to have a stand down period of three years. I will say that um, I will comment because there was a few comments underneath uh, uh, to this article that a lot of people were saying if you play for one country, a lot of these Pacific players they say are New Zealand born. <clears throat> so if you play for one country, All Blacks, Australia, wherever, then you shouldn't be able to switch. That's the rules. Done. Don't need to. So why are these people complaining? They didn't learn to apply their trade in in Samoa. They learned it here in New Zealand. My argument to that would be, um, yes, players are New Zealand-born. I'm New Zealand-born Samoan. But you're just not... um, you're not raised as a New Zealander entirely. You like I, I, I'm raised as a Samoan New Zealander, a New Zealand-born Samoan. So, and, and that's basically all Pacific Islanders. Well, not all. Sorry, I'll say majority. Even these players, they're told to express their culture 
to embrace their cultures and to be proud of where they're from. So there's always this longing to want to give back. So while we, while players do play for New Zealand, while they represent New Zealand or they represent Australia, whatever country they're, they're, um, they're born, they're, they apply their trade in or have shown up internationally for, there's always this longing to want to, to go back and represent to your home country where your parents are from because you were, you were brought up that way. Um, you, you, it's built in allegiance. So it might be hard for people who, like some of the people commenting, who don't have a culture or, or don't have uh, a sick, like heritage to another, to another country. It would be hard for them to understand. That's why they comment and say stuff like, oh, why should, why should these Pacific Islanders care? They were New Zealand-born. Their rugby was because of New Zealand. But, um, you know, if, if, one, if one pillar is strong, you want to strengthen the other pillar. And that might, that might be just something that uh, people who, don't, who aren't Pacific um, or, or don't have like a, a dual nationality uh, will understand. And uh, yeah, I, I understand that too. Treasure <clears throat> uh, Island just finished. Uh, the winner was Chris Parker, who won $100,000 for his charity, Rainbow Youth. It was this uh, season was done so well. A few of our Pacific Island celebrities were on the show, in particular, Lance Savali, who is a dancer, um, choreographer. And uh, influencer, I'd say. And he, man, he played the game. What an excellent player of of Treasure Island. Stuck from the start to the end, he played the he played the role of villain slash hero slash. He just played it perfectly. Um, and I, I know just consensus around the office when we talk every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday when celebrate Treasure Island, we was like, man, Lance is the man. Lance Valley, take my hat off to you, man. You played that so well. Unfortunately, you didn't get the the treasure, but um, man, kudos to you. Like representing Samoa, um, it just he had a unique personality on there, and it was good to watch. It was refreshing. A lot of those celebrities were cool. Buck, uh, Kennedy Lane, my favorite, Jess Tyson. To not no particular reason, just. She was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, Lance. Uh, sorry. Oh, man, I, I'm, I'm gutted for Lance, but I'm happy that Chris won. Fantastic uh, Treasure Island. I don't normally watch these shows, but I was I was drawn to it when uh, because the celebrity talent on there were, were cool and they meshed well. I liked it very much. Anyway, um, today's chat is about Guy Fawkes going to learn a little bit more about uh, what that is about, uh, the origins of Guy Fawkes. Why, why would we celebrate Guy Fawkes um, after this? Um, this is a throwback song, Neon Moon by Garth Brooks. Uh, and Brooks and, yeah, by Garth Brooks. And this was the remix by DJ Noise. So I'll catch you back after this. Oh. 
Welcome back. As I was saying before, the DJ Noise remix the Neon Moon. I laugh because it's like I play the song. I, I like the original song and the remix just man, it pumps me up. And Eva laughs, uh, my partner laughs at me because 
Um, it's just funny. She's just like, why do you like this old school song? But uh, yeah, the, the remix just makes me laugh. It's, it's, it's good fun. Anyway, we're talking about Guy Fawkes today, memories, and I thought I'd explain a little bit more about Guy Fawkes. Why do we celebrate it? November the 5th. Um, I'm not too sure why we celebrate it, but uh, Guy Fawkes was a dude uh, who lived, um, born April 13, 1570, ages ago, died the 31st, 31st of Jan 1606. So he was only 35 years old. But um, this guy plotted with a group of conspiracists to blow up parliaments and kill King James. Um, their plan was to stockpile a whole heap of gunpowder underneath a room at Parliament and just to to blow it up. And his name was Guy Fawkes. Um, so he's he was part of eight, I think, a team of eight that was plotting this. And somehow, so they had so they had put all these um, gunpowder units and stored it in this room that was under Parliament. And like so far as like one of the first shipments in there was 20 barrels of gunpowder. So that's a lot of gunpowder. And what he was going to do with that as soon as uh, there was a parliament was being held in there, King James and the rest of the government were in this building discussing politics or discussing what was going to happen. Um, he was just going to blow them up, blow them sky high. Somehow, uh, the local authorities get tipped off about uh, their plan and the entire place underneath Parliament, all the leased out rooms, get searched and they find Guy Fawkes with, with all this gunpowder in this room. He gets interrogated by torture and it reveals their plan. Back in those days, oh man, I can't like... There's no, you just put them in the cell and they have trial and and uh, that's it. And they go to prison. They torture you back in those days and um, they have jail. But of course, it was much more harsher conditions. And at that time, uh, death was a punishment as well. So him and his cons- um, conspirators, is that what you say? How do you say? Um, they were all sentenced to death by hanging. Uh, drawn courts, they were dragged into their place of um, where they were going to be punished by horse. So this is horrific stuff. They dragged into where they were supposed to be um, publicly executed and, and, and killed. I think he escaped his punishment by falling, falling from where he was supposed to be hung and he died that way. So he actually skipped all the painful stuff and died straight away. So that is, that's who Guy Fawkes is. Just the guy that planned with a team to, to blow up Parliament and kill King James and, and the rest of government. That's where Guy Fawkes comes from. Uh, Guy Fawkes for me as a kid, what I remember is my parents, uh, my lovely, wonderful, beautiful parents, always um, forking out a bit of money to to get there, the mere fat papa to to light up November fifth, and I remember my brother Matty as well um, buying the mega boom box, the boom boxes to go with our to 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 light up the skies. And man, the guy folks was so cool. 
I I I just I still enjoy it now, and I haven't um I haven't really done any fireworks in my backyard or at a backyard for a long time. I've always gone to the shows to enjoy it. Shows such as New Brighton. Uh, where they have the fireworks on the pier. I'm not sure if they're actually doing the uh, fireworks on the pier this year because of COVID. But um, I do know that there is a show going on in Selwyn. Be sure to check that, that one out, the Selwyn fireworks. Um, but not sure about New Brighton. I'll, I have to recheck that. But I do remember when it's held in New Brighton, when they theme it, Oh, beautiful. Uh, Tree Tech uh, is the sponsor, main sponsor for this. And my favorite one has been when they, they themed it to Star Wars. The music was Star Wars. They've done Harry Potter. They've done like a spooky theme. But my favorite has been Star Wars. Hearing the Star Wars soundtrack to fireworks is amazing. To sit there underneath. Oh, the one cool thing I love about fireworks, the big ones, at New Brighton is when you, you just look up the sky and you feel your heart pounding as the explosions happen. And uh, yeah, I, I love fireworks. I I used to save them up as a kid as well. Like for some reason, I'd be like, no, nah, I'm going to save this for next year. And I remember my brothers and stuff also um, letting fires off, fireworks off for New Year's. That was always fun, a little bit of a surprise. But um, as, of, as of late, um, quite a lot of pushback has been that we don't need to, sh- to celebrate Guy Fawkes on November 5th because Guy Fawkes is not linked to New Zealand. It's, it's, a, it's a dude from overseas uh, that tried to kill King James in Parliament. We don't need to be celebrating that. Now Guy our fireworks day should be Matariki to bring in the new Māori New Year. And uh, I kind of agree with that. Like, I don't care about the guy named Guy Fuchs. Why should we have a celebration in his honour um, or, like, named after him? I'm keen to go with Matariki. Also, um, what also happens is that fireworks during the summer causes more fires. Uh, but it's during the winter, Matariki. That's uh, that seems like a good idea to me, but also there's been a lot of pushback. Like I think it's almost like fifty fifty split in between people wanting to keep fireworks and people wanting to ban it. And I, I don't know. I sit on the fence with this one. I love fireworks, and they're awesome. Um, and and like I, I love the sparklers and everything like that. It's an awesome light show. But at the same time, fireworks like attribute, contribute to like poor animals getting a bit, um, getting real antsy and running away from home because they get shocked at what, what's going on. So dogs, cats. Uh, and also what I said before, like um, people use it dangerously and Accidents do happen, fires mainly, but also, yeah, we we got stupid people. (laughs) We've got some stupid people that will do stupid things with fireworks. Uh, I remember seeing in the news article where someone used um, fireworks on on a duck. So, you know, things like that happen as well. 
which is not good, of course. I don't know where you stand, but of course, the Christchurch City Council is the place to take those complaints to. Ooh, those guys have a lot on their plate. <laughs> but yeah, what will you be doing for Guy Fawkes this season? Uh, this Well, tonight, this season. Oui. And Guy Fawkes always means Christmas is around the corner as well. Wow. November 5th, Christmas is, is just around the corner. Less than eight weeks? Yeah, less than eight weeks away for, for Christmas. And then it's uh, summer holidays, which is uh, which is awesome. But yeah, where did 2021 go? Where did 2020 go? And we're already um, talking about 2022. Oh, what a year. What a short year it feels like. But yes, uh, that's our chat for Guy Fawkes. Well, that's our chat for today. And I will see you after this. Are you interested in taking part in or learning more about Pacifica Crafting? Join the Island Breeze Social Club each Tuesday afternoon. Call the friendly staff at Tangata Atumutu Trust on 0800 727 434 for further details or to arrange for a pickup. Thank you very much for joining me on the chat this week. Uh, have a safe weekend. Enjoy the uh, fireworks tonight if you're doing fireworks. Keep your lock in your pets so they don't run away. That's one thing that I don't worry about, pets running. They're just getting lost, getting scared. Keep your furry f- family members safe. Uh, be safe with fireworks if you're going to use them at home. Don't want anyone to get hurt or cause fires. Uh, I remember Skyrockets. Skyrockets got banned because of that. And yes, if you missed an episode of Polyhood or The Dose, you're welcome to download them from the Plains FM website or from the Sam Sefer radio page. We'd like to thank Tangata Atamuchi Trust for sponsoring the show. Sam will be back next week. But yes, join us next week for Polyhood Fridays, 4 o'clock. Enjoy the weekend. Polyhood. was Polyhood, proudly sponsored by Tangata Atumotu Trust. To find out more about us, call 03-377-2016 or find us online at tat.org.nz.